0: like, hey, you know, this is, this experience is going to be whatever you want it to be. You want it to be good? It'll be good. You want it to be bad? It'll, It'll be bad. And it'll be bad in ways you can't even imagine.
1: Hey friends, this is Clem Snide, and you are listening to A Life in Song. Gather around the fire and dare to reinvent yourself. Because everybody has a story to tell. And certainly everyone deserves a song. Well, for this one, it's a song for Mike.
0: I was was, uh, 19 years old when I joined. I had spent like a year bumming around and kind of knew if I stayed where I was at, I was going to either end up dead or in jail. So I'd kind of come up with like this pros and cons list. Like I was originally going to hitchhike out to New York City and just see what happened and Yeah, I, uh, I I knew my parents weren't going to give me any money for college, and it was uh you know the GI Bill was looking kind of attractive. Went through you know all the pre-screening, and they're like, you're great, you know why don't you? Uh, he goes, you know the 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 station is closing for the evening, but we're going to put you up in a hotel room, and you know here's a voucher for some food, and uh, you know here's a six pack of beer. You know, see you in the morning. So I went through the next morning and got, you know, I was like, everything was looking great. Got to the point where they wanted me to, you know, raise my hand and swear, uh, swear my oath. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. But I don't know. I need to sleep on it. So they gave me another hotel, uh, room for the night, another food voucher, another six pack of beer. The next morning I, you know, sign on the dotted line for myself in. So I had been gone for three days. So I show up at the house and my mom is just like, where have you been? I have been worried sick. I've been calling hospitals. I have no you know, where have you been? And I threw the paperwork on the table and I go, I joined the Navy. So my dad and I had not been getting along at that time. I've just been kind of couch surfing and using their house as a flop house way station, which pissed him off to no end. So He comes home, he's all pissed off, and my mom's like, wow, Michael finally came home. Do you know what he did? And he's just like, oh, my God. He joined the Navy, and my dad's like, he did what? That's fantastic. Hands me the keys of the car, gives me 20 bucks, tells me to go have a nice night. I'm like, oh, shit. This isn't good if my dad is, if my dad is excited about this decision, so... So for the next two weeks, I just kinda kept the secret to myself. And we had a little family gathering. I'm number six out of seven kids. So all my siblings and their significant others and kids at the time came over and my grandparents. And we just kinda had a party. And the next day, the, the dude who uh, was from the recruiting center came and picked me up. And I'll never forget he was driving like this yellow Dodge Aries K car, if you remember those things. And uh, he pulls up in the driveway, opens up the back door. I sit in the back seat. You know, I don't have any bags, nothing. He says, just come with the clothes you have on your back. So uh, close the door and he backs out of the driveway. And just as we're ready to pull down the street, my mom and dad are standing on the front porch. And my dad's just got this shit-eating grin on his face. And my mom, the look on her face was just like, oh, my God, he's really leaving. it's just insane you get there it's in the middle of the night they keep you up until like i don't know one o'clock in the morning finally get into this barracks which is you know a, a huge one room dormitory with you know 80 bunk beds and so you know just nobody's you know we just all are exhausted so i get up on this top bunk and i immediately fall asleep and then there's like this it doesn't even feel like i've been asleep for like five minutes, and there's all of a sudden this like, like high-pitched filament light bulb sound as like all the lights in this dormitory come on, and <laughs> these dudes come running out into the, the barracks, banging a garbage can with a nightstick. What in the hell is going on? This is insane next thing I know, we're out standing in uh, in this courtyard between these two buildings. And there's, you know, 80 or 90 of us there. And these guys are all yelling, "knock to butt, line up, knock to butt. And there's these footprints on the floor where they're like literally heel to toe. So you're like, you know, you're, you're literally right up in your neighbor's backside. Conversely, the guy behind you is up in yours. And I'm just like, what, what, what did I just, what is going on here? So, you know, I had like decided, you know, I didn't tell any of my friends, so I didn't have like a haircutting party or anything when I went in. So I had hair down to about the middle of my back, long ass, like, you know, um, you know, white snake lead singer hair. I mean, it was like insane how long it was. And people were just people were just like, dude, you came here with that hair. You're you're brave. have these huge tarmacs all over the San Diego Naval recruiting station that are just I mean they're like parking lots that are like miles long and wide it's insane and they've just got us marching around these things and as the day wears on they just get hotter and hotter and they call them grinders because you just march just these huge parade fields so finally they march us way to the other end of the base and we come there's this little shack and they have us all stand at whatever kind of attention we could stand at. And I'm like, what in the hell are we doing here? And this little fat dude rolls out of this little shack. And he's like, I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, look at this little fat, greasy motherfucker. And he, it's like he read my mind. The dude walks straight up to me. And he goes, well, 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 what do we have here? We're gonna make this little girl into a man. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, come with me. And he pulls me out of ranks. So there's 90 guys standing there and he pulls me out, walks me into this little shack as I round the corner and going through the side door. It's a barber shop. And there's like six barber chairs on each side. And there's all these barbers with their, like, you know, white, you know, schmocks where they, you know, they got the buttons that go up the side and the high collar. And they're all taking a cut off a deck of cards. And this dude pulls up the ace of spades. He's tumbling it across his fingers. He's like, sit down. And so I sit down and he takes these clippers and he takes them right to the middle of my forehead and he buzzes me. He gives me a reverse mohawk from, you know, my my hairline in front to the back of my neck. So I've got, I'm sitting there with this reverse mohawk. Now he's like, he says, get up. And I'm like, what are you talking, you're not done with my haircut. He points to a chair on the other aisle and he goes, you sit there and don't move until I tell you. And they let every one of those guys get their haircut before they finished my haircut. So I sat there with the reverse mohawk and the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, just don't, don't cry. Whatever you do, don't cry. <laughs> you know. The rest of the day was just kind of a blur. And we, we got into the barracks that night and, you know, everybody gets in their rack and we're all, you know, these shaved headed, just, you know, recruits, everybody looked the same. And I just was tossing and turning, just couldn't sleep. I'm like, "Oh my god, what the heck? So I, I get up and I go to the, the head, which is what they call the bathroom in the Navy. And I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, I mean, I just, I don't recognize myself at all. I mean, I am like, I've never had my head shaved like that. My mom was like hairstylist. So I always had a, a nice styled haircut. So this, I've never had my head shaved like this. And I'm literally looking at myself in the mirror and I'm thinking, okay, dude, the person you were this morning is dead. You need to reinvent yourself in this person you see before you right now. And interestingly, what happened from that point on is about every four years, I find myself shaving my head and completely reinventing myself.
2: Well, I guess in a way I did feel feel a bit lost at sea. cover the ground that was solid in me Someday we all have to wave by the mom with the tears streaming right down her cheek Cause life's like a secret better we don't try and keep well they march you from this end to that till you don't know try then to strip you of all that you know till your spirit your spirit is beat oh but life's like a secret it's better we don't try it Not sure who it was looking back And I felt then the person I'd been Just to fade into black With that shitty grin cheek to cheek Cause life's like a secret It's better you don't try and keep all life's like a secret it's better
1: we don't Try and keep.
2: Life is like a secret. It's better you don't try and.
1: This episode of A Life in Song was made by me, Eve Barzillet, here in my basement in Nashville, Tennessee, with the very wonderful help of Mike, of course, and my wife, Alex, and Drew, Peter, Ed, Sierra, and all the good folks who helped make this possible. If you would like one made about you, maybe, please do visit alifeinsong.com and stay tuned for the next one. A Life in Song is produced by Drew Frankel and Peter Himberger with help from Ed Gerard, Sierra Flack, Alex Barsley, George Gilbert, and our partners at Double Elvis Productions.